How's it going, A's fans? And welcome to episode 98 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. And today, we had a we had a fun game to watch last night, didn't we? Uh, the A's beat the Mariners 11-1. to Frankie Montas looked good. Chris Davis went deep. We're going to talk about all that stuff in the first half. In the second half of this uh, episode, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about what to expect with the Rangers coming to town. They've got some solid pitching. Uh, you got Jesus Luzardo making his first Major League start. That's going to be exciting. I'm going to throw out my own prediction for what he's going to do. So uh, yeah, that's, that's the episode we're talking about. My takeaways from Monday night's game, we're going to look forward to Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, specifically Tuesday night's game, because uh, that's going to be a big one, and then we'll go with the rest of the week as it comes to us. Uh, and then, you know, hovering off in the distance on Friday, we got a matchup with the Houston Astros, and that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm trying to put something together, because that Friday, which is the first day that the A's will face the Astros, is also... Play- uh, if things go correctly, going to be our 100th episode. So I want to do a bonanza of sorts. So if I can put everything together, that's something to look forward to for sure. And I will uh, hit social media hard with that if uh, if if it comes together. Uh, also, please follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at by Jason B. And uh, if you have any questions for us, feel free to reach out to us at LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So let's just get straight into it. I spent most of the time uh, watching these baseball games over the weekend saying that Chris Davis is looking better at the plate. He's looking more comfortable. He's taking pitches. He's going to break out of this. And I said that he was going to hit a home run against Kikuchi or Kikuchi. I still got to get used to that. And uh, he had a single instead. And I was like, hey, you know, uh, first hit, I'll take it. That's fine. Tonight, uh, he, uh, he, he made true. And he he hit that dinger. He went two for three with a home run. He also had a walk, so he was on base three times tonight, you guys. Chris Davis, he's uh, he's approaching crush territory, and if he gets going, everybody else is going to get going, as we saw with the offense tonight. You know, they scored 11 runs. Everybody was firing on all cylinders. Maybe not Marcus Semien, who uh, made two outs in the, the big fifth inning. But, uh, you know, everybody else was doing okay, so that was great. He had big at-bats from everybody. Chad Pender had a big hit. Uh, Loriano obviously had a big hit. Uh, three players had two hits in this game, which is mind-boggling for how poor the offense has been of late. Uh, those three players were Ramon Loriano, obviously, because he's been the best player offensively on the team. Uh, you got Steven Scotty who had two hits. He's also been struggling, not quite as bad as Chris Davis, but he's you know been on that as well. And as I mentioned already, uh, Chris Davis, he had two hits too. So looks like everybody's kind of turning it around. And once you start getting the bottom of the order going a little bit, the top of the order starts reciprocating, everything is going to be fine. I think uh, we'll see because Texas has arms and we'll get into that here in a sec, but let's focus on that, uh, that fifth inning explosion of offense that we saw. I tweeted out that I couldn't wait to run the numbers and see what percentage of the A's offense for the season that that one inning had been. And uh, Michael Anderson spoiled the surprise for me. But, uh, you know, actually, thank you to Michael Anderson for tweeting that uh, to me. Uh, It gave me something to check it on because I was not doing it right initially. But uh, they had scored 30 runs coming into this game in nine games up to that point. And then they scored eight runs in the fifth inning. So that uh, eight divided by 38. That's 21% of their offense for the season came in one inning. And uh, I think that's all it's going to take for them to really get going offensively. I said uh, before the weekend that you need to see them start getting more runs over more innings because they're relying on like one dinger and then maybe something else later. They need to score in multiple innings, and they did that tonight too. So 
Hopefully we're seeing the resurgence of the A's offense and uh, what it can be for 2020 moving forward. Uh, also on the bump, you had Frankie Montas. He started the game. He went seven innings, gave up four hits and earned run. He walked four and he struck out nine. He threw 99 pitches. Solid outing from Frankie Montas. Got his first one of the season. And, uh, you know, he's looked really good. He just hasn't gone deep into games. And if he can pitch like this, that Cy Young prediction that I had, he's going to be in that top five, if not top three. And uh, he's going to be on that show at, on, on MLB Network when they're like, hey, who, let's have three guys sit uncomfortably on a couch. And one of you guys is going to work out a winner. And uh, that would be him. It'd be kind of like The Bachelor, but without roses, I think. So obviously he was great tonight, and I don't want to take anything away from that, but I will say that the four walks that he issued in seven innings is kind of still up there with his five walks per nine rate that he's been allowing already. He had uh, five walks previously through nine innings of work. He's going to have to work on that, I think, to become that officially elite type pitcher that we're looking for for him. And to also keep that pitch count, you know, uh, manageable for maybe he could have lasted another inning if he hadn't walked two extra guys or something like that. Uh, those little things are what really separates, you know, the Cy Young, like the true Cy Young contenders. And, you know, the guys that show up on the ballot but don't really have a chance of winning. So I think that Frankie Montas, just a couple of tweaks, and, and he's there. So I'm looking forward to watching his next start, seeing how he, you know, keeps uh, evolving this year because each start has been better from him. And uh, I, I like what I'm seeing. I mean, so with the win, the A's are now uh, six and four on the season. They sit atop the AL West by themselves. The Astros had the day off doing whatever they do on their day offs. Um, and they played uh, three games at the Big A down in Anaheim or Los Angeles of Anaheim or Los Angeles or, you know, California, wherever the hell they want to be called. It doesn't matter. Anyways, Angels jokes. Haha. Um, those aren't, you know, tired yet. Um but they, they played the Angels three games. They won two out of three. But the Angels did not have Mike Trout with them for that series. And uh, that that's probably a little bit concerning if you're a, an Astros fan. Uh, being you know, And they struggled to beat this team without Mike Trout, the, their best player. And they got Otani on the mound. He walked five guys. He went 1.2 innings. Struggled to win that game. I Sure, I guess uh, the Astros are great until somebody beats them. Sure. Um, we're going to see how that goes on Friday. I'm very much looking forward to this series. Yee, tweets are going to be fire. Anyways, uh, I do want to talk about one little thing that is a little bit worrisome. Uh, I, mean, I know that things are going great, but Matt Olson is not quite hitting it at the, the plate just yet. Uh, and by it, I mean the ball. Um, that was mean. I'm sorry, Matt. I love you. Um, Matt Olson, he had, he had a two-hit game on opening day, which was great. He had the walk-off grand slam. Obviously, we all remember that. When it was looking like the season was going to be canceled on Friday or, you know, on today. There's still baseball, by the way. Hey, they, they didn't cancel the season. And uh, so that's that's the plus. But uh, <clears throat> when we were not sure if there was going to be baseball, you know, come Monday or Tuesday, uh, heading into the weekend i was like hey what's what's your highlight of 2020 of this is it and they were like and pretty much everybody was like oh it's the matt olsen grand slam obviously so he does have the most memorable moment of the season probably still to this point i mean that fifth inning was fun but no real one moment stuck out except for maybe the gif of uh chris davis turning around with a smiley face on him uh that was a good time and also uh sean Manaya cheering on the fans with his cheer cards that was also fantastic anyways this was a fun game but uh back to my original matt olson point here uh he had the, the two hit game on opening day and in the first colorado game he had a two hit game as well 
And then he had one hit last night, and that's all of his hits for the season. He's gotten hits in three of the ten games, and that's not great. I think he's hitting like 125, might be like 150. Uh, he's sitting in the ones for sure. And because he had that big grand slam, we kind of discounted or, you know, we're not necessarily looking for it as uh, closely. He had a big uh, three strikeout game on Saturday night, I believe. Um, so he's been obviously struggling, but maybe we didn't know how bad. So we're going to have to keep an eye on him for sure uh, in this Texas series. Maybe he'll break out this weekend or, you know, maybe even earlier. Um, I, I am a little bit worried about the Rangers pitching staff because they got some horses in that starting rotation. And I'll get into Lance Lynn, who's starting tomorrow. Uh, dude's been really good. So, uh, yeah, we're going to have a work out for us. But I'll get to that here in the second part of this episode. But first, I want to tell you guys a little bit about Postmates. If you're like me, you probably start thinking about what you're going to eat for dinner when you're eating lunch. I love food, and that's why I love using Postmates. But I kind of love them even more right now because I can get food delivered without even leaving the house or even opening the door. Given what's going on in the world, they've created non-contact deliveries. So now when I order food for my local restaurants, everything gets left right outside my door. They also have Postmates Pickup, which I have been using to order takeout food for my favorite local restaurants. And you guys, we need to be supporting our local neighborhood spots right now. I've been ordering only local food because it's a great way to support my community. And Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi anymore. They also make my life easier by picking up everything I need from Walgreens and 7-Eleven and dropping it off right outside my door. I love this. It's so convenient. Don't got to talk to anybody. <laughs> Anyways, if you're like me and you don't like people but you like food, all you got to do is download the Postmates app on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get everything you want delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code Locked On. That is one word, Locked On. One more time for those in the back, that is code locked on for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. All right, so we are back with the second part of this episode. We're going to talk a little bit about the Rangers and, uh, you know, what to expect from this series. Jesus Luzardo's first start and Chris Davis is going to go off, I hope. So uh, let's get straight into that. Also, follow us on social media at LockedOnAs on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB. And uh, KD is going to crush some dingers. And here's why. So he's always been a little bit of a slow starter. In uh, April and March, according to his splits, He's just not been as good and as prolific as you've seen him in other months. And July has actually been his worst month, according to his career stats. So uh, what's he done since the calendar flipped to August? Well, he's hitting uh, 333 this month after going three for nine with a dinger. So uh, obviously he hates the month of July. So uh, I think that that's what it is. It's not, you know, Stephen Biscotti saying that uh, Chris Davis said that he's going to go off. And it's not, you know, his, that he adjusted his swing. It's that he hates the month of July. And uh, that's uh, that's some stats that you can take to the bank, my friends. Hard-hitting analysis, always on Locked on A's. <laughs> um, anyways, so yeah, uh, Chris Davis has always been very, very good in August. So if he's going to continue, we're obviously in the right month for this. He's made his swing adjustment. Uh, he's not down on himself, which was what it... Uh, something that I was a little bit worried about coming out of last year when he got injured and started getting his head a little bit. So, you know, he went 
over 15, and I think he made it up to over 16 after his first at bat on Saturday. But you know, he, he got one hit that day. He got two more today. So uh, you know, we're we're looking at a pretty decent Chris Davis, I think. And you know, obviously, we know his career numbers have been ridiculous. But let's go over what they have been against Texas in his career. He has a 272 batting average, which is ridiculous for him because he is a lifelong 247 hitter. Um, at least he did that for many seasons uh, overall. I think his batting average is actually a little bit below that uh, for his career. But anyways, I digress. Uh, so 272 batting average, 32 home runs, a 1038 on base plus slugging, which is phenomenal. Like an, a pretty decent major leaguer has like an 800 OPS, maybe like an 810, 820. Yeah, the all-star guys will be like 870. He crushes the ball against Texas. And uh, just in case you needed a little bit extra on this, that's in 316 at-bats. So roughly if you double that, he's averaging like a 64 homer season against the Texas Rangers. So uh, yeah, he's doing okay. So bring on Texas, even if they got good arms. Uh, Chris Davis is going to just be blasting balls to the fucking moon. And uh, the A's are going to be just fine this week. So that's my analysis on the Texas Rangers. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. No, I'm just joking. There's more. So as I've been saying, the Rangers are a little bit scary. Uh, I know that their record doesn't reflect that. Um, at, and part of their record is facing the Giants. And the Giants, uh, outside of what we saw in exhibition play, aren't great. They, they kind of suck, if we're being honest. Uh, Mike Ustromski is an MVP candidate. And the Giants are what it doesn't matter what the Giants are. They suck. We hate them. Just Madison Giants fans. Um, I just looked it up. They are actually five and six. So, you know, respectable, I, I suppose. Uh, I mean, it's no six and four, but, you know, five and six. That's that's cute, you guys. Um, so the Rangers, on the other hand, they are three and five. And their offense has scored a total of 27 runs. So uh, even, I mean, they, they played a couple less games than the A's, obviously, with uh, three and five as opposed to six and four. That's two games. That's math. Um, did that off the top of my head. That's uh, that's pretty good math right there i must say for quarantine brain anyways um so yeah the rangers offense overall is a little bit worse than what the a's had uh before the big breakout on monday night um they're averaging like 3.3 runs per game so a slightly worse than what the a's were doing so that's a that's a plus for ace pitching for sure and uh their pitching has been a little bit worse as well than A's pitching. They've allowed 37 runs in their games, and the A's have only allowed 34, and they've played two more games. So that that's a plus right there. So if you're just looking at you know these little stats right here and run differentials and you know overall record and stuff, the A's look like the better team on paper. But uh, if the A's bats go cold, the, the Rangers got some sluggers, and they have a basically outside of Joey Gallo, everybody's cold on their team right now. So uh, if they can escape three game playing three games against the Rangers and keep you know Willie Calhoun and Chin Su Chu and uh, whoever else is in their lineup cold, that would be a huge plus for the A's. Uh, Joey Gallo went five for ten against the Giants with three walks. He uh, he is on fire right now. Uh, the Rangers had Monday off to travel day, I guess, traveling from San Francisco to Oakland. So hopefully that cools off Joey Bats a little bit. He uh, he's hitting three ten this season. And he has an 11.53 OPS with three home runs. Uh, two of those home runs have been against kind of, I, I mean, I haven't looked at their career stats or anything like that or how all that stuff. Uh, but uh, two, I'm going to say subpar relief pitchers. And the other one was uh, off Kyle Freeland, the uh, Rockies starter. He's a lefty, so there's that. But he's not, you know, uh, 
as good as Jesus Lozardo, which brings us to Jesus Lozardo. Um, in his last outing, he had 67 pitches, 43 of those were strikes. My guess is he's going to be going for around 85 pitches or so. So where does that leave us with him on Tuesday? This is just a guess, and I'm going with a little bit with, you know, roughly 15 pitches an inning or so. Uh, I'm going to say that he's going to have one quick inning in there, and he'll go six innings, strike out eight, and allow two earned runs. I think I'm being nice. Um, Obviously, this could fall apart if he, you know, has trouble with uh, locating his pitches like he did in uh, the later innings of his relief outing against the Rockies. That could obviously up his pitch count a little bit and, uh, you know, shorten his time on the mound. But I am going to stick with six innings, eight Ks, two earned runs. That's uh, that's my prediction for Jesus Lizardo. Maybe I'll tweet that out so you guys can all hold me to it. I don't know. We'll see. Um, So the pitching matchups for the week. Uh, you got Jesus Lizardo against Lance Lynn. And then on Wednesday, you got Shamanaya against Kyle Gibson, I believe is his first name. He's uh, also been really good. I'm sure that he'll make me learn his first name after he pitches on Wednesday. And then uh, Thursday, you got Mike Fires and Mike Miner. Battle of the mics. Uh, one of the... Ooh, man, if the A's bats go off, I'm going to say drop the mic. Definitely. <laughs> I love terrible jokes. They're so much fun. Anyways, so uh, back to Tuesday's game. Lance Lynn, he's been really good this season. He's uh, pitched two games. And in each of those games, he went six innings, so he has 12 innings total. And he has allowed zero earned runs overall and uh, just three hits. Three hits in 12 innings. Uh, His one big snafu so far, he has six walks, so that's helpful. Uh, If the A's can take advantage of some timely hitting paired with some walks, that'd be great. Maybe they can just, you know, open him up and get a bunch of hits too. That'd be fantastic as well. Um, and he also has 17 strikeouts in those 12 innings. So he's a strikeout machine who walks guys, but also doesn't allow hits or runs. So, uh, should be a fun game on Tuesday. It'll be a great test for the new offense that the A's found and, uh, see if it's for real. So, uh, yeah, uh, obviously Chris Davis is going to have a couple of homers, so that should counteract whatever Jesus Cesardo gives up. And then, uh, then it'll be a game of wits from there. Or extra innings, and uh, I kind of like the extra innings because the A's are two and zero, and it's been fun. Just uh, just don't bunt, you guys. Don't do that. Don't bunt. Hit a dinger. That's uh, legitimately what my phone case says: is how to bunt. One, don't. Two, hit a dinger. It's a quote from those old uh, Kent Murphy hitting videos, or just baseball videos that he used to make. Uh, if you haven't seen those, uh, look up Kent Murphy baseball videos, and then or dinger or something, and. Uh, it's basically a drunk uncle doing YouTube videos. It's really funny. Sure, the uh, the humor is a little bit sophomoric, but you know, if, if you get past that, or if you enjoy sophomoric humor, go check them out right now. Um, yeah, so that's going to be it for me today, you guys. I'll be back at you guys tomorrow to talk about Jesus Luzardo's first major league start and uh, how that went and, you know, the A's big win and how their offense is fine and Chris Davis is uh, hitting dingers again, so it'll be fun. Um, be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get podcasts. If you can, leave a rating and review for the podcast. Those greatly help and uh, are much, much appreciated. I do check and I uh, do appreciate uh, the kind words. So thank you. Keep those coming. Uh, also, please follow us on social media at Locked on, A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter. You can also email us any questions that you may have to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com, uh, such as like, hey, what should the A's do to the Astros when they come to town? Uh, let me know and I'll read this on the air because I'm going to have some fun with this series. Um, anyways, yeah, that's it. Uh, stay indoors, celebrate good times, Oakland. Keep wearing those masks and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.